Hey, peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician and so are you. Welcome to another episode of the Entree Musician Podcast. This is the place where we concentrate on the focus, mindset, and discipline of the Entree Musician. And today we're going to talk about 20 books that Entree Musicians should strongly consider reading. Now, I was going to title it as must-reads. You know, every entree musician must read these books, but, you know, that must-read is subjective. Uh, But if you were to ask me as you're putting your 2020 reading list together, uh, what books do you recommend? um, You know, what books have most influenced you or are currently influencing you? I would name these 20 right off the bat. So, you know, here's what I'm going to ask you to do, too is to send me in your list of 20 and we'll find out how many entree musicians are reading the same things and then maybe I'll put together another episode to say these are the most popular books. But for today, what we'll do is settle in on these and I'm recommending to you and uh, you let me know what you think. Absolutely, after the podcast is over, please rate and share this podcast on the platform that you're listening to it. Help us to build community both here on the podcast and also at theentremusician.com. I invite you to reach out to me directly at theentremusician at gmail.com or you can text me directly at 330-718-JERRY. That's 718-J-E-R-E. We're building community together and I really appreciate you being here with us today. So uh, before we dive into these 20 books, there's one more thing that I want to say. I guess it's cool to still say Happy uh, New Year. We are in the third week and getting our uh, feet wet in this 2020. And as you know, as we did last year, as we will continue to do all of our podcast and our website, The Entree Musician, is sponsored by the wonderful people at Vocal. We got to give them a shout out because uh, this is the year that Vocal launches internationally, and we're really grateful for that. Uh, Vocal is the only beverage on the planet which is designed to soothe, refresh, and restore your voice. So if you talk all day, like I sometimes do, or you sing all night, you got to get yourself some Vocal. Go to drinkvocal.com. You'll notice some changes that are up there. You can order directly uh, from that website. And yeah, you know, this is the year of Vocal 2020 grateful for it. So these are 20 books (laughs) that I'm strongly recommending. Now, I want to begin by uh, creating this backdrop and let you know that although uh, musicians don't have to read music, I mean, there are some limitations, of course, that come with uh, reading uh, music or not reading music, but all entree musicians who are leaders are definitely readers. Our mantra is how you gonna know if you don't grow? You got to know to grow, right? And so reading is something that comes very naturally to us. We're always uh, gravitating toward expanding our perspective. And uh, whether you are listening to audiobooks, whether you are reading, we understand that it is vital to expand our horizons of what we know and what we can apply uh, by checking into and really probing the minds of others. 
I've always been a voracious reader. And uh, I remember when I was in high school <laughs> and I was a junior, I believe, in high school. And uh, we were in a band. I can't remember the name of the band because we changed it every other month or so. Same group of guys, different names. But uh, I remember going to the school library and picking up this book by Kenny Rogers and Lynn Eppen. It was called Making It in Music. And I tell you what, I took that book home and it confirmed over and again the notion that I had that there were far more elements to this thing called the music industry rather than just getting a gig and performing. Because that's what we were doing. Our, we were building up some buzz and our band was expanding by word of mouth. But, you know, that was it. It was just me and my drum kit and, uh, you know, Tyrone and, and his guitar and, and our bass player, Chris Rhodes, who I'm going to out in a few seconds because it was Chris who said, Jerry, you need to, you know, stop. <laughs> you need to stop with your head and all of those books because that one book led to another book and another book, some which have still influenced me to this day day and I'm going to explain that but he said look man you need to pick up those sticks and start practicing yeah Chris Rhodes you said it he's still my brother and my friend today still uh, we do some recording sessions and whatnot online so I love him he was right he was right I did need to practice but uh, what has transpired from that and from these books that I've written uh, beginning with Kenny Rogers and uh, yo he he really set the stage for you know different contracts and and different consulting uh, agreements that I'm in and advice that I give to other musicians who asked me about hey you know this manager was telling us about this or we're about to go on the road and do that or hey can you look over this contract for me and while I am not an attorney I don't represent myself as such in any way you know I've read enough agreements now to say hey well you know I read in this book this that or the other and you might want to consider changing the language of this or renegotiating for that and um a lot of what I do now with regard to that comes from reading these books and learning as much as I can about not only the industry, but the lives behind it. So without further ado, I know I took a long time to set up that backdrop, but without further ado, let's go into these 20 books which have most influenced me and which I recommend to you. Number one is the Bible of the music industry, and I recommend strongly, if you haven't already done so, you need to get this business of music. Right now, they are in their 10th edition. The authors are Krasilovsky, Schimmel, and John Gross, and uh, man, this has been over about 35 something years ago since I discovered uh, this book. And again, I was a library hound and, uh, you know, really changed the game. Very technical. It's not a book that you can read cover to cover, but it does have and has remained updated for the most important nuts and bolts of the music industry agreements that you're going to run across in some form or the other and just having a general sense of how this you know how this record industry this music industry uh has evolved and turned into you got to wrap your head around it um 
with this business of music. Uh, the second book I would offer, and uh, you know, when I number these, I'm not doing so in saying read this, then read that, then read that. There, there's no order in that way. But the second one that I would recommend to entre musicians is Thou Shall Prosper by Rabbi Daniel Lappin which was written in 2009. And this is a book which I have both the audio and print. And I'm making this a part of my yearly revisits or my yearly visitations. And you'll hear me mention a few of these books that I listen to every year. This book, Thou Shalt Prosper, offers a revealing look at the Jewish principles and, and what Jewish principles teach about building wealth and finding success. And these principles are timeless and they can help you succeed in any economy. And I don't know if you listen to um, uh, Rabbi Daniel Lappin's podcast, uh, but check that out. That's a great podcast as well. In the future, I will do an episode on the 20 podcasts which have influenced me the most. And Rabbi Daniel Lappin's is definitely one of them because very, very practical advice, uh, whether you are a musician or artist or creative or not, but especially if you are a creative, if you are an entree musician, you want to listen to his podcast and you want to read Thou Shalt prosper. Highly recommended. The third book that I am recommending, and it was really tough to decide which Seth Golden book is best for entree musicians because they are all very good, but I settled on Tribes. It's a short book. It's only 147 pages long, but really gets you into the mind of Seth Golden, uh, who's a brilliant marketer. And, uh, you know, this uh, term Tribes uh, was coined back in the mid-2000s, and it really became a place of ownership in, in the whole aspect of email marketing and building that tribe that's going to take ownership of your product or service uh, was born out of this book, and it's absolutely fantastic. Building a tribe by communicating your unique message or story and looking for opportunities to make positive changes instead of you just sharing sheepishly following along amongst the crowd, but building that tribe, building that brand, building that that ownership. And we, we, we've seen it. We've seen it happen as musicians and where, you know, this fan base, this cult following like the Grateful Dead or or Kiss or the Rolling Stones or the Beatles and uh, P-Funk, you know, George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic, Bootsy Collins. I could go on and on, but it seems like they're um, just like football. You know, their fans take ownership of exactly what's going on and the most successful Entree musicians build tribes, and you definitely want to get that book. Seth Golden is the author. The fourth book I'm recommending is uh, by my friend Bob Baldwin, and hopefully uh, you were able to check out both of the episodes that we did, part one and part two with Bob Baldwin. And in the second episode, I kind of got into this book a little bit, asking him questions. And the book is entitled, You Better Ask Somebody. Staying on top of your career in the frigging music business. Very, very good nuts and bolts book. Uh, really geared to 
aspiring musicians, helping them to create a successful career path and to make a name for themselves in the industry while maintaining their integrity. And Bob tells some very funny stories. Again, he has 30 plus years in the music industry, 30 albums, uh, but has done all of it from the major labels to the indie labels. And he just shares great, great foundational principles that you can build a wonderful career upon. The fifth book that I'm recommending is uh, one that I continue to pick up and put down. I pick it up and I put it down. I'll tell you why in a second, but I'm very intrigued by this book. It's called Streaming, Sharing, and Stealing. The subtitle is Big Data and the Future of Entertainment by Michael D. Smith and Rahal Talang. And this book is really a radical analysis of how companies like Netflix, Amazon, and Apple have been changing the rules of publishing and music. And the reason I keep picking this book up and putting it down is because I'm not an economics major, you know, nor am I a technologist, but I continue to be intrigued by the fact that entertainment is now more than ever a data-driven business. And in order for entree musicians to remain on the forefront, we must be just as adventurous in using technology to our advantage. And, you know, of course, uh, the way Jay-Z created Tidal and the way uh, Ryan Lessie created Superphone. I mean, you know, doing things with technology that are going to give us an edge or else we continue to play catch up with big tech firms like Spotify and again, as I said, Netflix and, and Apple and Google and all of these things, we need to be on the forefront of doing that. So uh, no, I'm not a, a, an economist and you, you're you going to have to understand a lot of data and a lot of numbers as you get into this book, but their approach uh, helps me to keep pouring my cup of coffee and reading it again and reading it again and reading it again. So I, I absolutely strongly recommend it. The sixth book uh, is by the entertainment attorney uh, Donald Passman. It's also in its 10th edition, but it's called All You Need to Know About the Music Business. Great, great book. Uh, I can't say enough about it uh, other than the fact that I try to keep it real close on the music uh my music business shelf and uh, pull toward it like, you know, a reference manual when I need to remember something quick or someone asks me a question, I can go to Donald Passman's book and give them a very quick answer. Now, my sixth, uh, you know, my sixth suggestion is really much based on my faith. And I, I give it to you with an open hand. As you know, I am a man of faith and I have to recommend if I'm going to recommend any book at all that I would strongly suggest for entree musicians. I recommend the Bible. Obviously, the author <laughs> is God, who by his Holy Spirit inspired these men to compose these 66 books, which from Genesis to Revelation have this correlation of his love toward mankind. Now, with that being said, the Bible can be read not only because of its spiritual nourishment that it provides, but the principles and the values and the business sense of just running your life as a business person is vital. There are, there are incredible 
principles that you learn from the Bible, again, even if you're not going to it for spiritual nourishment. So have an open mind. Don't think I'm just trying to, you know, weasel something in on you. I'm not. Uh, but, you know, especially let, let me just say this and then I'll move on. But especially if you feel that you disagree with it. I feel sometimes in conversations, and I talk to many, many people of many different walks of life, uh, that if you disagree with something, you or someone, uh, I my question is, have you asked, you know, the probing questions? You know, have you read into what they've been reading? Have you had an opportunity to investigate uh, or do some research on what their perspective is? And so before you can outright disagree with something, I would ask the question, well, how much do you know about it before you disagree? All right. That's enough, Jerry. Keep it moving. Number seven is Living Forward, a great book by Michael Hyatt and Daniel Harkavy. And this book is about life design. It really is. I mean, you can either design your life or you drift. And most of us, especially entree musicians, can find ourselves adrift, allowing life to happen to us. You know, and uh, this is one of those books that I read over again. I listen to the audio book over again, and it's a constant reminder of Jerry. Get it together, <laughs> Jerry. You know, schedule deeply, plan, plan better than you're planning right now. Don't, you know, and do this evaluation and don't drift. So I strongly recommend uh, this book. Number eight is one just like it, uh, but it's a little it's a little different. And John Maxwell, again, uh, this was an author. I said, which book can I possibly recommend that's going to have the biggest bang or impact? And it is Today Matters, 12 Daily Practices to Guarantee tomorrow's success. John Maxwell is one of the eminent thought leaders of our day. And this is a very extremely practical book. This is a book where you will need to dig in really deeply to the exercises that he has at the end of each chapter. And although there are 12 daily practices, living out this book is going to take more like a month, maybe even two months to make sure that you embed all of these principles into your psyche and put them on autopilot. I have not mastered this book, but I, again, remain intrigued by it. It's definitely well worth it, and I'm going to continue to plow through it in 2020. The uh, eighth book, am I on eight? <laughs> I'm losing count. But, uh, you know, uh, thinking of another great thought leader who was just a gem in his day. He is no longer with us. But Dr. Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And this I always January 1. I started this just like I did for about five years straight. I listened to this audiobook, and this is how I begin my year. It contains very definite advice that will stimulate your thoughts, stimulate your artistic muse, and just 
you know, invigorate your personal growth. And I can name off the seven habits um, very easily to you. Number one is to be proactive. Number two, begin with the end in mind. Number three, first things first. Number four, think win-win. Number five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Number six is synergizing. And number seven is sharpening the saw. I mean, this is a great book. I strongly recommend you get this into your mindset, get this into your focus and into your spirit and uh, be that successful person that it calls for. These are habits that you can pick up and put into your mind, put into your spirit and move forward. So Dr. Covey's book was book number 10. I lost count for a minute, but I think I'm back. And number 11, this book, again, everyone who is someone and has achieved their highest levels from CEOs to uh, heads of state to uh, world leaders to U.S. presidents and on and on, uh, really give a lot of kudos to this book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's like a standard. And uh, I've listened to this audiobook. I've read the book. I've listened to the audiobook more than I've read it, but I've gotten these 13 principles in my mind. And I guarantee if you if you begin embedding these 13 principles, which are natural, they're I feel they are very natural for entree musicians to sink their teeth into. And you will find, hey, you know, <laughs> that's me. That's who I am. And uh, just just having someone affirm these for you and you continue to get these into your being, uh, you will grow because you will feel your thoughts changing and wealth, success, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, I mean, however you define success for yourself, you will find it following as you begin thinking about these principles. There are 13 of them, desire, faith, auto-suggestion, specialized knowledge, imagination, organized planning, decision, persistence, power of the mastermind, transmutation of sex, subconscious mind, your subconscious mind, your brain, and the sixth sense, that intuition. Get this into you. That's all I got to say. I mean, if I, I I'm going to say it, Think and Grow Rich is a must read. Okay. I, I tried to stay away from that, <laughs> but, but it's a must read. You, you should have it. A few biographies as well that I want to suggest to you for your strong consideration. Uh, this one would be my number one is To Be Loved by Barry Gordy, who uh, at this date is 90 years old. Let me tell you something. If you don't read any other of the biographies that I mentioned here, please make sure that this one is first and second. The impact of Motown on the music industry, on artistry and business will never, ever, ever die. In fact, a new movie was made last year. I think it's the 60th uh, anniversary of Motown. Uh, absolutely great movie. And now a lot of things, there are a lot of books on Motown. A lot of things have been written about Barry Gordy. I mean, just like any other incredible 
icon. There have been haters. Uh, some of it may be true. Some of it may not be. But this his autobiography and what he was thinking when he when he was putting together Motown and just his his perspective is worth it. Is worth you picking up that book. So again, strongly recommend it. And here are two other books. Where am I at? 12 and 13, I think, um, that I've read together. And uh, they're two separate books, but they're about the same band. Uh, My Life with Earth, Wind and Fire by Maurice White, which he was the founder of uh, Earth, Wind and Fire. And then Shining Star uh, by Philip Bailey, who was a key element in Earth, Wind & Fire, and since Mari's death has uh, taken on the uh, perspective of being a front man. But I'm counting these uh, two as one book, actually, and they should either be read together or one right after the other. I actually begin with Philip's book uh, first. Obviously, if you don't know who Earth, Wind & Fire is, then I'm a very, very old man. But they were at one time in the mid-70s and early 80s, the biggest crossover band in the world, period. Predominantly a soul R&B band, but they blended Afro-Cuban and jazz influences. Earth, Wind & Fire sold over 90 million records had six Grammys, 17 nominations, a Lifetime Achievement Award, and on and on. And because of that, that makes both of these books excellent reads. Now, as I said before, Maurice, of course, he was the founder, and he tells this amazing story of his aspiration and determination and what it took to get to the top. And of course, he tells it from a band leader perspective. So that that was really intriguing uh, to me. But of course, Philip who was a key voice in the group, but a side man, he tells and shares his experiences, noting what he did not agree to as Maurice was making what he felt were the same decisions that both propelled them to the top as well as began the descent of the superpower that Earth, Wind & Fire was. And, and of course, you know, um, the band is a mere shell of itself, but they continue to tour nationally and internationally, and their impact on modern music will continue for decades to come. Uh, get those books, Maurice White, um, My Life with Earth, Wind & Fire, and Shining Star by Philip Bailey. Now, uh, whatever number this is, hopefully you've been keeping count. <laughs> but Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. What the rich teach their kids at poor and middle class do not is absolutely on point. And this book uh, has been a game changer in so many ways because it forces you to see life in four quadrants on two fronts in terms of money. The active front where you are either employed or self-employed and the reality of what that quadrant means or either the passive front where you are either the big business owner or investor and the reality of those quadrants. And Robert does a masterful job of explaining how to navigate your life toward building wealth through passive income streams based upon his real life experiences of, of what his quote unquote rich dad told him contrasted against what his poor biological dad 
uh, shared with him. And uh, in terms of the way we make money as entree musicians, having those passive incomes, making sure we're taking care of our copyrights. That's that's how I read the book, you know, in terms of, you know, the different income streams that we need to care for made this for me a must read uh not only with respect to my family, but also uh, professionally. And uh, I do absolutely strongly suggest this to you. Uh, Here's another book I pulled off of the beaten path. It's called The Unseen Hand by A. Ralph Epperson. And uh, this book introduces some pretty profound conspiracy theories. Now, why am I putting this out to you? I'm not putting it out there to you for controversy's sake. I'm not recommending it because I am asking you to believe in conspiracy theories. I'm asking you to consider it because it truly makes you think. I mean, this is a book that makes you go, hmm, it's not wacky. It's not zany. And I tell you, what's most interesting is the amount of sources he quotes in the bibliographies, which actually make up half of the book. So. If you want some interesting reading, you know, again, off the beaten path, The Unseen Hand by A. Ralph Epperson. And these three, uh, I'm just going to throw them at you. These are autobiographies, but you absolutely uh, should consider them. And that's James Brown's I Feel Good. I'm sure you've seen the movie. A lot of the movie was based on the book, but it's nothing like reading the book, going deeper into James Brown. I mean, my God, <laughs> he what did he do to to American music? you know, is worth the read. Herbie Hancock's Possibility is another great uh, autobiography. Uh, Shaka Khan has a great autobiography. And these, you know, just hearing their perspective, where they came from, what they encountered on their journeys, and the different accomplishments and failures along the way is uh, something that really sticks to you. Another book, uh, which is not a music business book per se or a music book, but it is a book for entree musicians and it's Andy Stanley's Visioneering and uh, the subtitle for Visioneering, at least the version, I don't have the updated version, but the version I have is God's Blueprint for Developing and Maintaining Vision. Visioneering is an excellent book. It's based upon the uh, story of Nehemiah in the Old Testament and how his passion for fortifying the city of Jerusalem and how his strategy for building that wall and protecting those people can actually work and help people build their lives. So there's a lot of things in there that you may uh, look at as keywords for our present situation today in American politics. I'm really not talking about that. And the only way I could say it is, hey, pick up that book, listen to the audio book and listen to the story of Nehemiah and how he's kind of built, you know, from, from scratch, something is broken and he needs to fix it. And from the mindset of an entree musician, when things are not going your way, And when you have to step back from the situation, give sort of an aerial viewpoint of what's happening and then begin to go in and rebuild what was broken, you're going to learn a lot from it. So check it out. That's Andy Stanley's Visioneering. And this last book, um, 
that uh, has really influenced me. Um, I'm going to say it right off the bat. It's not about nepotism at all, but my daughter actually wrote and published this book when she was 17 years old. She's uh, 19 now, but this book is an amazing uh, novel. It's called How I Fell in Love with Myself by Ayana Simone. And it's actually written for young women in their teens and early 20s. But uh, we saw early on that her demographics were totally skewered when testimonials began coming from moms and grandmothers and grandfathers. <laughs> yeah, grandfathers and young men who had originally bought it for their daughters or granddaughters or sisters. And they said they flipped through it and read it and they were inspired also, you know, and I, I, I think the inspiration comes because everybody deals with a degree of low self-esteem sometimes, you know, and, and the way in which the main character of the book, Christia, comes to terms with overcoming her issues with self-esteem, that has a universal appeal. And for her, uh, finding her faith in God's love for her was what caused her to begin to love herself. Now, musicians and creatives are among the top tier of people who tend to struggle with self-esteem and some, unfortunately, very low to the point of mood swings and depressions and unfortunately even suicide. And, and, and as entree musicians, we can swing the other way as well. If it's not the depression, it could be this ego-driven, diva-drama-like, uh, you know, uh, character where we're walking over everyone else because we're trying to protect this low self-esteem. And in this business, without a healthy degree of self-esteem, no matter how talented you are, I mean, you you may have a few hits over the course of your career, but without a healthy self-esteem, you won't be whole within. And that's really where it counts. So I'm recommending this book to entree musicians because having your self-esteem in order is really, really a major vehicle on you just cruising this wonderful industry and, and, and enjoying the journey. So those are 20 books that I strongly recommend you consider reading. And as I said at the beginning, uh, you know, why don't you email me or text me the 20 books that are on your list? And what I'll do is compile what you've given me. And if I see some that are similar or even the same, I can come back with another episode and go, hey, here are the 20 most popular books among entree musicians chosen by entree musicians. But thank you for listening to mine. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm compiling 20 books that I'll be reading. Of course, I said that I'm going to be re-listening to like Living Forward, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, uh, Today Matters, you know, Thou Shall Prosper. Those are kind of recurring on my list, but I've picked out 20 that I've never read before. I'm going to dive into these as well. Let me just share them with you. These are for 2020. These are these are 
mind that I'm going to dive into. Uh, but I've, I've heard of John P. Kellogg. He's an entertainment attorney, but he has take care of your music business. It would be interesting uh, to see uh, some of the perspectives that he may have uh, as uh, Donald Passman and uh, Krasilovsky and this business of music, what they, you know, how, how different he's written his book or what new perspectives he adds to it. So I'm, I'm definitely adding that to my uh, roster. Uh, then there's this book by Ed Catmull. I don't know him, but it's called Creativity Inc. So I'm going to read that. Amanda Craig Thomas, Thinking in Sync. Uh, there's a book by Lee Parsons called Playlisting. The Billion Dollar Business is the Complete Guide to Getting Your Music on Spotify, Apple, and more. That's an older book, but, you know, I'm going to brush up on it. Uh, another book just like it by George Goodrich is called How to Use Spotify Playlists to Launch Your Music Career. Um, I'm going to I'm going to have a whole episode coming up very soon on Spotify and what I've learned. Uh, I've been an antagonist uh, in the past concerning Spotify. I put out on my YouTube channel a Spotify challenge. You might want to go back and check that out. I was challenged for the challenge and brought on two entree musicians, one who was vehemently opposed to Spotify and the other one who was making good money on Spotify. So that began to open uh, my own perspective to say, okay, why don't I try this? So my last album, Fish and Grits, I actually released on Spotify. I haven't noticed anything. It's been about four months now, but I have not utilized the playlist appropriately. So that's why I'm going to dive into these books. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to be 100 with you, absolutely transparent and uh, tell you what I've learned. And Bobby Ozinski, he has some very wonderful books. He has a wonderful podcast as well. But this is called The Music Business Advice Book. So I'm going to check that out this year. An author named Jolie Don, who I don't know, uh, never heard of before, but she has written uh, The Spiritual Journey of Entrepreneurship. Uh, Perry Marshall, 8020 Sales and Marketing. Jeff Goins, who's a great author. I know of his work, uh, The Art of Work. So that's uh, that's uh, that's already on my Kindle. I'm ready for that to happen. Uh, Eric Metaxas uh, wrote a great biography on Bonhoeffer. And so I'm going to dive into that because, again, I really do want to have some biographies and autobiographies in my war chest as I move along. Simon Sinek, uh, Start With Why. That book has been on my shelf for a couple years and I just need to pick it up and go with it. Excellent. Simon is an excellent author, so I'm, I'm rolling with that. John Maxwell, Leadership. Timothy Keller, Jesus the King. Sheila E., The Beat of My Own Drum. There's an uh, autobiography that I think is going to be stellar. In fact, Morris Day has an autobiography out, so I might check his out as well. But Sheila E.'s, I'm going to read that. Uh, here's one that I've put down because I thought, I don't know if this is embellishment or if, if anybody can live a life so wild, but it's Rick James, written with David Ritz, but the uh, autobiography is called Glow. I mean, I really did. I picked it up. I got to the third chapter and I had to stop. So I'm, I'm going to pick it up again. But I thought, can someone really live a life like this? But I, I guess he did. 
We'll find out uh, how deep <laughs> he went. And last on my list of 20 for this year is Ariel Hyatt's Crowd Start. Now, I know crowdfunding has had its peak and is kind of descending a little bit, but I think there are still some things that we can learn as we move forward. So I really do appreciate you hanging out with me for as long as you have. I do hope and I do pray that you're going to have an incredible year. 2020 is going to be incredible for me. I'm speaking it. I've planned on it. I'm affirming it. I'm declaring it. And I declare it over you as well. Make it the absolute best year. Here's some ammunition, right? How you going to know if you don't grow? You got to read. Entree Musician read we do we absorb and we apply peace and blessings to you get in touch with us directly like subscribe share on your own platforms the entree musicians podcast link to it place it on your social media we appreciate you helping us build community Visit us at theentremusician.com. Kick the tires over there. Hey, if there's something that you don't like, some, you know, articles or some things that you don't agree with, love to hear it. Love to hear you dialogue. Uh, you can reach out to me directly, as I said before, at theentremusician at gmail.com. And you can text me directly at 330-718-J-E-R-E. My name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician, and so are you. We will see you next Monday. God bless.